Ghana Talks Radio in a mix. In a mix. The best music in the world. The best. Best music. My favorite station. Ghana Talks Radio. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. This is the in part debt, ECT threatened to cut supply. We are on the right path to victory against the bleak leadership despite attempts to militarize our wards. Baker Vomewa states also the mass burial for Nigeria's Pluto victims as a death toll tends at 1.50. This and more stories after the break. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. Welcome back to our first story. The Volta Regional Police Command has commenced investigations into the circumstances surrounding the death of two persons in Akachi. According to the chairman of the Akachi South Municipal Security Council, Martin Kofise Nyahe, the probe will ascertain whether security personnel fired live bullets and demonstrating youth or not. The youth besieged the Akachi Police Station in an effort to retrieve a motorbike seized by the police on Saturday. An altercation between the police and the youth resulted in the death of one person. The deployment of police and military personnel to the troubled area, however, prevented the situation from escalating. According to the MCE for Akachi South, Martin Anyahe, the second person has also died. He indicated the calm has so far been restored to the town. The Vice President of the Republic of Ghana, Dr. Mohamedou Baumia, has called on Ghanaian youth to take volunteer service very seriously since it will enhance their opportunity in acquiring employment shortly. The Vice President was speaking at the launch of the National Youth Volunteer Program at the Premier Assembly Hall in Kumasi. The theme for the launch, Mobilizing Youth for Hats for Volunteer Service in National Development. The program, according to the Vice President, will engage about 100,000 young and energetic people across the country over the next five years. He said the program will enhance the national cohesion and create opportunities for skills development. We're very, very active in, in trying to make sure we prepare the youth for the future. And this is why we have free senior high school education, we have three, free event education, we also have made a major program in providing technical and vocational equipment and, and schools and so on to our educational facilities. Furthermore, government has ruled out a number of initiatives to equip graduates with the needed skills required for the job market in the future. And some of the initiatives include the ongoing stakeholder engagement for skills revitalization in several sectors of the economy. For example, the banking sector is engaging in skills development for thousands of youth over the next three years. In the tourism and arts and culture sector, the target is to train and certify 10,000 persons on specific tourism and hospitality skills by 2023. It's an ongoing construction and modernization of all national vocational training institutes and opportunity industrialization centers. So far, 17 
technical and vocational institutes across the country are being upgraded and modernized. And we have a target of 52 in all uh, to do. The New South program, which is an initiative which will support young entrepreneurs to gain access to capital, training, technical skills, and mentoring to launch and operate their own business. The news others choose. The National Youth Authority, Honorable Pius Enam Hadzide, also stressed that the volunteer program has 13 modules to address specific challenges in our various communities. He called on corporate Ghana and development partners to throw their weight behind the National Youth Volunteer Program and support the implementation and expansion of the program. Of mobilizing youthful hearts for volunteer service in national development. We have embarked on this process because we believe that lodged deep in the heart of the Ghanaian youth is a desire to see this country prosper and a zest to partake in the action which will bring about that prosperity. These energies, if carefully managed and properly invested, will make the Ghanaian youth today attuned with that ethic of service and counter the wickedness that has reared its head in our society. Under the banner of the NYVP, we shall organize the youth to apply their faculties, energies, and abilities to sectors where they are needed the most to drive national development one community at a time. We shall ensure that service takes its rightful place at the center of our activities as Ghanaians. Right from the homes to the national scene, the NYVP will see young people applying innovative solutions to the problems which hamper our development and project the black star of Africa in its right light. NYVP will provide an institutional framework to modernize volunteerism in Ghana and to streamline activities within the sector to ensure that resources, both material and human, are being maximized to address the specific challenges in our various communities. With about 13 models. The Yasan Tehini Osei Tutu II has given the seal of approval for New Mont Ghana's groundbreaking $850 a half a project, or two funds blessings for the project, which he announced on Monday, 11th of April 2022, full of series of engagement and briefing by the Ministry of Land and Natural Resources, New Mont Ahafo, and the affected community chiefs. Addressing the delegation, Otunfo Osei-Tutu II said he is convinced beyond doubt that the project will serve the interests of the communities. He cautioned the communities who are resisting the laudable project to consider the enormous benefit it will bring to their people. He also warned that the interests of a few people should not override the collective interest of the communities and the country, as well as a hint of possible sanctions for chiefs who stand in the way of the Newmont project. He said he has been informed of the company's plans to embark an impactful project in the communities and in the areas of roads, education, health, among others. Still local stories, the convener of the hashtag Fizz the Country movement, Oliver Baker of Omewo, uh, has vowed to continue fighting for a better Ghana despite being prosecuted for treason felony. According to him, his recent arrest has left him even more determined to stand against the wrongs in the society. 
The activist who was arrested for threatening the coup on social media promised the hashtag fix the country followers of an impending victory. I've emerged from jail twice certain that we're on the right path. We must not lose sight of the fact that attempts to militarize our words and our voices. And those who are committed to break our front through violence and character assassination will not. Duty our news. The news others choose. Focusing on business now, the electricity company of Ghana has issued a disconnection notice to Ghana's premier a university, that's the University of Ghana UG, over power debt to a mounting 33 million cities. The power distributor issued a 72-hour ultimatum for the university to settle the bill or face disconnection from the national grid. According to a report, the sources disclosed that the large big payment the university made about 10.5 a million cities in January 2021. The district chief executive for Jamal North constituency in the Bono region, Honorable Solomon Owusu, has entreated Ghanaians to support the developmental agenda of the governing NPP by ensuring that electronic transaction levies are well contributed to elevate hardship in the country. The Honorable stressed that the politicization of the electronic transaction levy has created a lot of tension inciting others to see it as a means of the ruling government to extort monies from the citizens but disclaim such information. He concluded that a lot of people within the country avoided the payment of taxes as a result of their profession making it difficult for the country to realize the expected revenue that has been generated internally. Therefore, the the e-levy will capture all workers within the country to pay tax, hence widen the tax net of the country. Go for the Adibi Atuni Padre Muse, a bumper so queen, and as can bed in Yaya Hombra, never the obo. This I am Ben or the Anian Bussian Honsons and a sweet, and I can never buy. Yes, we are two years with the Epicone, Yepescu, now by and by a die. No customer woman say, A brutal cry, a coha, why a fina, a two, and gain I see at Yamasi, near Triatua, Gagana, my young Bobusian Babia. So I said, Binum between Evin Bendia, by way, dear, one thing gas over to your Nazi Bundia, once our transfers can hear, but it do be a bit yabby. A man your four by the Behom Bajim, never do ya. If you say Nipa or Pacona Barbanim, did the Oka, Obeyamango, no Beca, Yem the Senna, Mobisa, Sasemno, and yet work a CB Cotobecuma buying a day a tissica a guinibutum, Edi, Nayan Cassia, Yamay. Is there a bank of Bobus and Brigana, Yabusia, Echene, a Yina, Yang Bobus and Yasuan Jessica, and I buy no Ayamino? Do you want to scan better man here? Yah, yes, Cassian, Yati, Yahuasi, say, me a Juma, Namanesca, Mikotiatas, and go ahead. The news others choose. The Honorable speaking on the ATR conventional cycle for the selection of president and political party to lead the country. The DCE Honorable Solomon Owusu described it as a broad practice that forestalled development, stating that people must embrace the decision of the MPP by giving them the mandate to serve in the subsequent electionary terms to achieve its developmental project. He opened that a benefit to all the progressive agenda of the Nana Ado and Baumia government will be fully realized in the coming years. Hence, the need for Ghanaians to maintain the party to continue their developmental project for the betterment of the country. Yeah, Mr. Diamagana, my Yakuachin, say, Yaya BB say, eight years cycle. Aban Weber, Odin Viet, Nayanam Vemokan, Ongo, Nafa from Ra. Demon Penyakufuad and Bobby and Bay and Lee. 
ye nya som vaso ne na se ye pambe ne be kwa minim wan ha ba na de ba na wa meto ade be so because e si ye mampani ku four pence national id card se kaya mampani ku four pence no sha se se nge nyo id card on the man nya nwie ne nga na for ye pam no so ngo okoye ne ye wura ta me osibai ye wura ta me osibai ode to njani pam fa nya adwuma ene na 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 ze ne ba o miya ba ne ba sana be sha se se de ba wa be ye awie e som vaso a e wo da a che no e som na 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 ye nyina nka en hwa mum ne se wa di mvie ngwe koma bi so mra an se da bia akwa ngrofo bi basa utu na na ba kokwa nimu a wa sana ba kwa we didn't have a Now, Miami, the friend of Rwanda, an African country, Bakura, he never found the poor Ejabe. Now, no, he went man, he said, Yes, he developed one. So, when Ninian and I say, Bama, Bama, Bakwa, then, Atanas, watch the Obashas, yes, or you know, to me, the news say, Tama, Bana, Tanas, now you who knew the other bear. On international front, Ethiopia has allowed Boeing 737 MAX airplane to back to its airspace. The aviation regulator has said three years after one of its national Korea jets crashed shortly after takeover from Addis Ababa. All 149 passengers and eight crew members aboard the Ethiopian Airlines flight from the Ethiopian capital to Nairobi in Kenya died. The Ethiopian Civil Aviation Authority said it lifted the ban after being satisfied with the improvement in the plane's design and the airline pilot training program. The U.S. Federal Aviation Administration cleared the plane to resume flight in November 2020 but ordered mandatory pilot training and modification of flight computer. We are in Nigeria and mass barriers have taken place in Nigeria's plateau state for the dozens of victims of Sunday's deadly attacks in several villages. At least 150 people were killed in the latest wave of attacks by armed gangs. As the victims were being buried in mass graves, people were still searching for more bodies outside the villages where the attack took place. Most of the dead were young men and children. Many of them were shot dead as they tried to escape the attacks. The barriers took place amid tears and shock in these rural communities. The raid on the last four villages in Kanam area and Plateau State were some of the worst in Nigeria for many months. At least 30 people have been killed during two days of attacks by gunmen in the east of the Democratic Republic of Congo, the Red Cross says. It happened in the interior province, which, along with the neighboring North Kivu, are under an official status set in effort by the government to stop the attacks by dozens of armed groups. The attacks are thought to have been carried out by the Allied Democratic Front, ADF, one of the deadliest rebel groups operating in the region. They were brutal. Some of the victims have been found tied up. Others had also had their throats slight. Homes were being tried and properties looted. In December, more than 1,000 Ugandan soldiers crossed into DR Congo for what was meant to be a joint military operation to defeat the ADF. At least 25 people have died so far in landslides and flats in the Philippines after tropical storm Maggie swept the nation. On Tuesday, rescue crews were still battling to retrieve people stranded on the eastern and southern coast. Maggie, known locally as Agaton, hit the archipelago on Sunday with wind up to 65 kilometers, that is 40 miles per hour. It was the first such storm of the year. The Philippines typically see an average of 20 each year. More than 13,000 people fled to higher ground shelter as the storm lashes the east coast. Heavy winds and winds also knock out power supply, flooded homes and fields and caused the mudslides in the village. 
To some entertainment stories, the sequel of Johnny Depp and ex-wife Amber Heard's bitter legal battle is coming to Virginia. After losing the first round, the legal trial set to the UK Depp, 58 is suing Heard, 35 for 50 million dollars, that is 38 million euros over an op-ed she wrote in the Washington Post in which she claimed to be a victim of domestic abuse. Heard is suing back with 100 million dollars counterclaim against Depp. The defamation trial is expected to feature painful accusations of domestic abuse. It will be broadcast live and involve a number of high-profile witnesses, including James Franco, Paul Bettany, and Elon Musk. Before opening arguments begin on Tuesday, there is a look of how and how it's going to happen next. Thank you so much for joining me for the afternoon news on Ghana Talks Radio. You can log on to our website www.ghanatalksradio.com for more news updates. My name is Sandra Asante. Stay tuned for the spotted bit. Have a great afternoon. Get it big. Get it here. Listen to all your live mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR. Ghana Talks Radio. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking a nation. Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. This is big. Yes. More Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. This is big. This is big. Get it big. Get it here. Listen to all your live mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR. Ghana Talks Radio. For global tidbits and soccer. Tennis, boxing, and many other sporting activities. What a good shot! Tune in to GTR. What a stadium! What a stadium! Yes, it's time for the Sported Bit on Ghana Talks Radio with me, Sandra Asante. So, finally and officially, we've gotten the potential buyer for Chelsea. Yes, he gave us a hint today that he might be looking forward to be the owner of Chelsea. Also, Accra Hats of Folk, they have filed a protest against the referee that, you know, initiated uh, for the game that got uh, the Kotoko one go to nil against them in penalty. So, don't go anywhere. We'll be back after the break. Join us on GTR for global tidbits and soccer. Tennis, boxing, and many other sporting activities. What a good shot! Tune in to GTR. What a stadium, a stadium. GTR Sports. GTR Sports. Hey, welcome back from the break. So the Australian states of Victoria will host the 2026 Commonwealth Games across four regional hubs in a break from the traditional single city uh, model the government said today. So with no other countries outside Australia making a bed, Victoria was granted an exclusive negotiation period to secure the games in February. So Victoria's capital, Melbourne, also hosted the 2006 games and will stay to the 2026 opening ceremony at the Melbourne Cricket Ground. But the sport uh, will be as far and wide as well. So uh, Ballarat, Badingo, uh, Goldfield cities in central Victoria also have athletics boxing, netball squash, as well as weightlifting 
as well. So the American investor Stephen uh, Poliuka hinted today at being prepared to diverse his interest in Italian club Atlanta to buy Premier League side Chelsea as he prepares to submit a bid this week. So also he is a joint owner of the NBA team Boston Celtic agreed to buy into Serie A club Atlanta in February buying 55% of the La Liga of the holding owned by the Italians Pacassi of the club so he said that um I pledge to honor our commitment to credibility and good uh, guardianship of Chelsea Football Club from day one so under the European soccer governing body refers rule two uh, clubs participating in the same competition cannot be directed or indirectly controlled by the same entity or managed by the same person so that's what um Steven yes Pagloca is telling us that he might be the owner of Chelsea very soon we hope to see that but Bayern we need coach yes Julian and I just man called on his players to feed off the pressure of failure in the first of uh first leg of their tie against Villarreal in order to deliver a very big performance uh, on Tuesday night in the return game of the Champions League um, quarter finals on that. So Bayern suffered their first defeat in the competition this season when they went down to, uh, you know, one goal to nail Spain. Uh, last Wednesday happened in Spain but he said that but ahead of the return of the Alliance Arena in uh, Munich another man said that we have delivered in the past it is normal when you win you win that one particular so uh, the titles and have success for so many years that you may be need this pressure sometimes to get the maximum out so we hope to see what uh bayern will be uh doing uh, tonight but away from bayern now chelsea will have to overperform on tuesday night to reach the semi-finals of the 2021 2022 champions league that was the blunt assessment of coach thomas Soche, who led the west uh loading us to triumph in the final of the competition are last to me. So Real Madrid are entertained. They did the defending champions are the Santiago Benabao nursing three goals to one lead from the first leg at Stamford Bridge last Wednesday. So France international Karim Benzema hit a hat trick in the victory to put Madrid within the side of the last four season consecutive. Manager Thomas Ocheo. Be able to to overcome this. It's uh, the, the the task is incredibly high and uh, the challenge is incredibly high, given the circumstances of first leg and uh, where we play and against whom we play, and at what uh, stage we play uh, this kind of match. Yeah, it's, it's always allowed to dream. It's sometimes uh, it's sometimes important to 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 to. to to imagine things and to dream about it, but it will not it will not shift the focus from the fact that we need to deliver and we need to be ready tomorrow. Um, we will support our team and um, and and we will try and we will try hard. It's worth trying. Um, it's sports and it's a it's a game and it's the beauty of the game that that everything is possible always. So we will arrive and try everything. Also, Real Madrid's coach Carlo uh, Asenlotti also had this to say uh, about the coming match. We have a lot of respect for this team because this team has a lot of quality, has a lot of fantastic skill on his play in, in uh, their players, and uh, it's the only way that we have to prepare this kind of game. Thinking that um, 
uh, Chelsea is going to show a better performance tomorrow and be ready for this. There is no other way. We are really prepared, as I said, happy to be in the quarterfinal, but we know that we have to suffer tomorrow and we are ready to suffer. Of course, we are ready. Let's see what happens tonight on that. But uh, reports telling us today is that attacker Solomon Asante has completed his move to American USL Championship outfit, the ND11 Tour. The two-time USL Championship player of the season has joined his new club, having left Phoenix Rising SC at the end of 2021 football season, where he finished as one of the top-rated players uh, in the division. So the ex-Phoenix Rising is expected to arrive in the United States in the coming weeks to begin his career with the USL side on that. So he said that uh, this is really uh, amazing for him to join and we also are feeling good that he has been able to sign. By defending Ghana Premier League champions, I'm talking of the hearts of folk who have filed a protest uh, against referee Joseph Kenny Paddy following their defeat to Asante Kotoko uh, in the Super Clash on Sunday, April 10th. But the crowd-based side lost at the Babayara Stadium after Frank Imbella Itwaga converted from the sport after Kotoko were awarded a controversial penalty for the foul on the Fabio uh, Gama. So the club expressed their dissatisfaction with the performance of the center referee and has now made an official complaint to the Ghana Football Association. Before we read what is in the letter, uh, if you've not heard or seen uh, the goal, this one. Now Gama, beautiful play goes down. Penalty! Etuga steps forward and Etuga scores. The Porcupines up by 1 0. Easily converted by Etuga. It's Kotoko 1. Hearts 0. Yeah, so in a letter signed by the club's head of communication, the statement reads, and I quote, the management of Accra Hearts of Folk has officially filed a protest against referee Kenny Paddy for his unprofessional uh, conduct during our March Day 24 encounter with Asante Kotoko at the Babayara Sports Stadium on Sunday, April 10th, 2022. So Kotoko are currently 16 points above Hearts with, uh, you know, 10 games to go until the end of the 2021-2022 season. These people, they should just understand that, you know, they've lost to that. So another big story today is Communications Director of the Ghana Football Association, Harry, Yes, I mean, Henry Asante Chum says the GFA will soon announce uh, the appointment of a substantive uh, coach for the Blacks. That the senior national team is currently without a coach, but the Oto Ado led technical team that mastermind Ghana's qualification to the Qatar 2022 FIFA World Cup was dissolved immediately after the two-legged tired against Nigeria. But Coach Ado and his, you know, assistants were contracted to take charge of the team uh, just for the World Cup playoffs against Nigeria. So that's what Henry Asante Chum is telling us that he is hopeful an announcement will be made soon and definitely we will update you on that. But still on, uh, you know, GFA-related stories, Coach Otto Ado, yes, Black Stars coach, Otto Ado has said that Ghana could beat any team in the upcoming 2022 FIFA World Cup. So we know that Ghana will begin the tournament in Group H against Portugal, South Korea, and Uruguay. But 
expressing his thoughts on that he gave the conditions that will aid the black stars to beat any team uh, if they will face at the tournament so he said if we are at 100 percent we can beat anyone and he further admitted that the group is a difficult one although he's yet to have a critical assessment he said i think it is difficult and i have not really uh, taken a critical look at the group in football everything is possible than in cup games because there are big teams in division one and third division so that's what uh you know otro adult is telling us but you know it is very very interesting because you can win or lose against everything at any of the world cup every team is capable of causing an upset and so everything is possible just as you know south korea's coach apollo abento said that you know that he believes that south korea will be able to beat all the counterparts in group age so who will be out and who is you just just lobbying for that but that's what is going on but we'll be speaking to one of our pandics very soon but in tennis today Rafa Nadal, yes, is still uncertain whether uh, he can uh, return to competitive tennis after withdrawing from his this month ATP event in Barcelona. As he recovers from uh, a rib injury, his team uh, told the Reuters uh, today. So the Spadinard who has um, who has withdrawn. Who has withdrawn from the you know it's just sad that it is happening but he withdrawn from last month after six weeks with a stretch fracture in his ribs so the 35 year old has withdrawn uh, from this month's barcelona open so rafa has just been withdrawn from the entry list in barcelona uh, that's what the statement is saying and we do not know yet he will be had his first uh, tournament uh, on the clay this year, hopefully. So uh, hopefully we are also looking uh, to see what will be happening there. But it's just sad that he is not proper. Test in, you know, Barcelona revealed a stress fracture of the third left coastal act. But Madrid and Rome host ATP Masters 1000 events next month. And Nadal will be hoping to participate to get, uh, you know, matches under his belt before the may 22nd to june 5th french open which has won a record 13 times so we hope to see if he'll be able to join on that because definitely uh, we want to see uh, him participate in the fanta waiting for him and we are hoping that it will be amazing uh to see him. we'll be joined by uh, alhamdulillah hamza on the show good afternoon hamza if you can hear me, uh, good afternoon sandra i'm, I'm very can you hear me, Hamza? Yeah, I can hear you, Sandra. Oh, okay, you're welcome to the show. Thanks. Okay, so we, we know that oh, over the weekend, Asante Kotokor, they play with, uh, you know, Akra Hearts of Folk, and uh, the game ended up with a very big blow to the Hearts of Folk because they said that the penalty that was awarded uh, to Kotokor was quite unfair. And today, they have filed protest against referee Kenny Paddy over the penalty. What do you have to say about that? Um, good, Sandra, good, good afternoon to, to, to listeners of, of Ghana Talks Radio. Okay. And once again, thanks for the opportunity given me. Um, yeah, on, on Sunday, it was it was the big game in, in, in our local in our local league, talking of the super class yeah. between Kumasi Santo Kosoko and Gloria book. And we also how the game started, a lot of cooler values that came even before the start of the game, applying the e ticket for the first time in a local game. Okay. Although we have applied it in the national game, which was in the game, Ghana played against Nigeria. Mm -hmm. But being a local game brought a lot of 
issues surrounding the registration, how to buy the tickets online, okay. sort of sensitization the fans needed to get. Mm -hmm. They thought it wasn't that much of the expectation. Now, secondly, the venue, the time was changed from 6.30 p.m. to 3 p.m., which also brought a different set of controversy as to fans who bought the ticket mm -hmm. because they thought the game was coming off at the night. But it was rather unfortunate that it was rather changed to the afternoon. So all those uncertainties were there, but I think we must thank the organizers and the home team, Kumasi Center Kotoko. They did their best. Mm -hmm. We listened to the grievances of the supporters, and they were able to do their best in terms of motivating the fans to come to the stadium in their numbers, come and watch the game. And the game started, we all we all witnessed, mm -hmm. I should say, one of one of the best Kotoko and Haas games that we I have watched for the past five to six years. Okay. Sandra, truth be told, for the past five to six years, when Kotoko and Haas are playing, mm -hmm. you don't actually see the value of the match, how the media has talked about it as compared to the, the style of play of both teams. Okay. Both teams... They don't have the zeal to go forward. They don't, you don't see the pattern of play. But this time around, you will see that Kotoko, as early as the second minute, showed their intention what they were off. And it was only one thing to win the game, but nothing else. Accra has both did their best with Kosamo Guadu. Okay. Having a lot of his guys there, because Sulali Mutari wasn't over. Because of some personal issues. But it looks like the guys of the last of Nurudin Aziz and Muhammad Asafa, they did their best in, in, in holding the festival of the cars. So okay. the game was quite exciting. Kotoko created a lot of chances, but they couldn't bury them. But once again, at the end of the game, we had another guy in rugby who emerged as the man of the match. It's so important to say that the rugby wasn't part of the play. He wasn't playing for half Neither was he playing for Kotoko. Okay. But at the end, he emerged as the man of the match. I won't mix with Sandra and UBS penalty for that matter to Kumasi Asante Kotoko. It was very cheap. And I've heard a lot of people, a lot of former referees talking. They will cover up because he is their man, they are in the institution. And they would not want to. But from, from, from an analytic point of view, mm -hmm. and from a point of being and media support about not having any sort of support to any other of the teams, Sandra, I think referees penalty, it was. It was and he, he made a big error. Okay. Same again. We had a lot of FIFA referees in our system here. Okay. This week was a week that there, was, there wasn't any CAF Champions League game or CAF Confederation Cup. Okay. Are you asked her, why did they play it? They decided to put a try and test to start a game. They put important game in our calendar year. We have a lot of referees, the likes of Patrick Mavala, Daniel Lai, they were all present in class. He opted to have him last month. That was the point.
and the one for Ocho Ado and his management for the playoffs. And now, uh, Henry Asante Troop, the communications director of the Ghana Football Association, is saying that uh, DFA is looking forward to appoint a substantive uh, black star coach. Looking at what uh, you know, Ocho Ado and his uh, technical team were able to do, do you think black stars they need a new coach or he'll be good for the World Cup? Uh, with with the issues surrounding the black stars, and I don't want anyone to to to, to say what what is the GFA taking our football to where are they taking it to? And I hope all Ghanaians all Ghanaians were aware at the start before Coach Otuado and his second accounting came. We all know the whole Balou which was around. Okay. That we all knew that the um, the government wanted Chris while the GFA mm -hmm. the, the the owners of our football felt that they needed Otuado. So they had to go through a consensus to agree to each other's terms. Okay. And one thing I want to, 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 to overlook is the fact that the GFA announced that mm -hmm. Coach Otoado is coming as an interim coach, Sandra. Okay. The word interim underlined. Yes. It, was, it was stated categorically clear mm -hmm. without, without an iota of doubt yeah, that Otoado is we, coming. Okay, um, I'm sorry to... Uh, to to Ada, but we, we know that he really did well, and the president of you know the country was saying that uh, he believes that these people are amazing. So even on the presidential directive, they are still looking forward to announce a new coach. So as I'm saying, he was he was announced as as, as an interim coach, and we no one knows the the, the, the terms that went through between the GFA, Otoado, and Chris Wilson. It could be happening after maybe they said, okay, Chris Wilson allow Otwado to work for these two games, regardless of the scores, okay. regardless of the performance, maybe you will come and take in charge full as the head coach. And Otwado, you know, for, for some years, he's been working for the Black Star as a scout. Okay. He always scouts teams that we are going to play against. Or maybe they said, okay, Otwado, if you're able to qualify us, we, we will proceed to make you the substance coach. Okay. So I think a lot of things, a lot of things will pop up mm -hmm. for, for, the, for the Ghanaians to you know as to whether they agree that if Otuado is able to qualify. Okay. You see, the GFA, I don't know how the contract was signed, but I think right. you could you could set it clear to Otuado. Okay. Otuado, if, if you're able to qualify us to the World Cup, mm -hmm. you take us to the next World Cup. Then after the World Cup, you step aside. But Chris, you think we'll still be helping you as as playing that technical advisory role. Okay. Or likewise, maybe we can tell Chris, you think, if he's able to qualify us, you will continue and you work as a technical advisor. But if okay. he's not able you will come and take in all, regardless of the results, if he qualifies or not, case shooting, you will come and work as a main coach. So I think this is the time for, for a lot of things to come out, as we always say, okay. the cut out of the bag, and Ghanaians are, are now coming to see. So when, uh, if Henry Asantichum, the communication director of the Black Stars, uh, of the Ghana Football Association, says so, I think it's right, as of now, that I, we are talking, Sandra, I can say that the Black Stars is not having a coach, and we must, we must, find a coach for our national team. But oh. here is the case, the president of the land, as you said. Okay. He said it to the, to the football people that they must do whatever they can in their power. Okay. Not to ma he, he didn't say to maintain the coach okay. or to maintain one. He said they must do whatever they can to maintain the technical team. So I think the GFA must do their best to maintain them as they are being funded by state coffers and the government is the one giving them money. So they must do their best to maintain this technical members else if it happens that one is going one is staying i think it won't be a good archives 
for their history. <laughs> it's, 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 it's such a it's such a, a, a hard question, but I must I must say looking at what Otuado has done, and if you listen to the GA for the reason why they wanted Otuado to work substantively or as an interim for that Nigeria game was that they believe that he knew the team from 2014. He has been working from from afar for the last past, and he knows some of the team. And it's evident most of the players that he called were players. Even most Ghanaians didn't didn't give them the look like the, the lives of Afenajan. You know how it was difficult to, to talk to Afenajan to come, and most of our players, Kutuz Elutwaru, is at least doing his best, not just with persuading players, but also with his tactical ideology, okay. his tactical know-how, how the boys have understood him within a space of a week. I think if if, if you're able to maintain coach Otwado okay. as our head coach, okay. it's going to take us far and it will help the nation and kind of football as a whole. All right, okay. We hope to see what they are ready to be. Thank you so much, Hamza, for joining us on the Sports Today on Ghana Talks Radio. All right, you're welcome. It's a pleasure. Okay, so that what Timmy said. We hope to see what DFA will finally uh, be picking who they'll be choosing for uh the black star coach so uh still on sported bits now we're talking nba and the los angeles lakers have sacked a head coach frank yes uh Vogel, after a poor campaign which saw them miss out on the playoffs so the Vogel's team won 33 of their matches but lost 49 in a season which saw them finish 11th in the western conference so his final match on sunday was a 146 to 141 overtime win over the denver nag Gets on that. So speaking after a win over, you know, Daniel uh, Vogel uh, had said that we will deal with it tomorrow. Tomorrow, as reports suggested, that he was going to lose his job. So they have actually sacked him on that. Also, the Sacramento King uh, interim head coach Alvin Gentry also. Um, will not get the full the full time job the team announced that yesterday but the kings were you know 24 41 uh under the gentry who replaced luke walton in november so the sacramento fired walton earlier in their third season after a 6 to 11 start the kings also finished uh 30 uh, 52 so the sacramento general manager monty mcnair said in a statement that the entire kings organization is grateful for the leadership of the uh you know alvin gentry who step up and he got uh the call mid-season finally before we wrap it up japan's former olympic speed skating champion i'm talking of nayo uh, kodera will retire from the sport in october uh following the final race in her hometown of uh, nagano the long track speed skater said today so the 35 year old won olympic gold in the uh, women's 500 meters in panchianga four years ago as well as silver in the 1000 meters she also won a uh, silver in the team's pursuit event in vancouver 2010 alongside makosako uh, hozomi and maki tabata as well so kodera had a disappointing outing at the belgian winter games in february finishing 17th in the 500 meters and 10th in the 1000 meters so she said that i am nervous about what i'm about to say uh, i will run the last race of my career this october at the national single distance uh, championship it's really sad that she will be retiring but it is what it is they definitely have to rest they are tired thank you so much too for joining me on the sport tidbit on ghana talks radio 20 hits countdown is up next stay tuned
Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR, Ghana Talks Radio. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking the nation. Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR, Ghana Talks Radio.
celebrity of all time is also pregnant i'm not telling you now you have to stick and stay to know you might never know she might be your favorite celebrity and the beautiful thing about this pregnancy is that the dad is also saying that he can't wait to be a good dad and he's definitely looking forward for this beautiful baby so we start with jb beckham and the sands are sending temperatures so I went away the fashion A game at Brooklyn's wedding. So the boys both in the blast sleek cut and perfectly trimmed, uh, you know, suit to mark the occasion as posed for an internet breaking photo on the way. If you're watching on Facebook, you can see it's really beautiful. So turning to his Instagram, the groom shared the photo on his Instagram and they said the boys, he captioned the post. Brad Nicola was the first to react to the photo, of course, definitely. She is the first, of course, to react and I love it. This is like love in the air. So the beautiful boys and a very proud dad. Congratulations, boss, on the lifetime of, you know, happiness. We will always be by your side. Brooklyn Beckham, you know, Romeo Beckham and Cruz Beckham. We love you, Victoria Beckham wrote that is the former footballer as he showed the same photo on his instagram page you know that uh, this wording is you know one one in a billion wording i love it because you know it was full of love all the guests that went were actually they, they really supported it from the bottom of their hearts and it was so beautiful but prince williams and kate middleton are putting their foot down for the children when it comes to social media as per an insider, yes, as per an insider, the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge keep Prince George, Prince Charlotte, and Prince Louis miles away from the internet as they teach them to be down to earth. So the insider told the US Weekly, and I quote, they keep them well from social media. I think it's a good idea because it's not easy being on social media and being a child, children, mm, it's not easy. But Kate and William would not allow them to have accounts, even secret ones. They 100% disagree with young children having social media accounts. This is what, you know, Kanye West has been talking about every single time when it comes to, you know, uh, his kids on social media and all that. But it is what it is. You can never be Kim Kardashian's kid and not be in social media. But Prince Harry and Meghan Markle also feel more protected when they are together. That is what royal aspect they are claiming today. So Neil Sean on his YouTube channel explains how Meghan Markle and Holland's trip is aimed to be beneficial for not only the couple bat Netflix. Yes, Netflix as well. So Mr. Sean said, and I quote, we have now been told that Meghan and Harry simply won't, they said that Harry won't simply be traveling, yes, uh, alone. So there is an extension to that travel permit as well because 
else is braving the elements none other than the former cable tv actress megan markle so it's not just you know prince harry going to the netherlands but also megan markle so about netflix mr sean said that he have got to raking the cash back uh, so the duo attending together means they get mega mega publicity so netflix is also looking forward to do something great with this particular you know netherlands trip but you know the invictus game will be taking place from uh, april 16th to 22nd in the netherlands so the duke and his douches are expected to travel this week so definitely Netflix, they don't, they don't want to miss any opportunity. But Jeffrey Epstein, yes, was summarily using Prince Andrew's royal status to get his way. That is what royal experts is saying today. So Tina Brown, in her book, The Palace Papers, Inside the House of Windsor, The Truth and the Temor, shows how Prince Andrew was in reality lonely with a hollow personality. So he said privately, Epstein, I told people that Andrew was an idiot, but to him, a useful one. So a senior royal, even if tainted, is always potent magnet abroad. It's really sad because, you know, Prince Andrew, he's having a lot of issues with that particular name already. So we don't want to add more to it. So definitely, we will leave it here. But Cody Kardashian called us Kardashian for going behind her back and texting her ex-boyfriend, Yonis Bajima. So in an upcoming episode of the Kardashians, yes, the new version, not keeping out of the Kardashians, the 2022 version, the Kardashians on Hulu. Yes, the mother of three revealed that Scott texted her uh, to ask for an apology after coming on her PDA with Travis Baker. So he said, I was in Italy and he was DMing Yonis. I was like, that's not really the vibe. Don't go DMing my ex-boyfriend. So talking about the text message, the porch funder added that he he was asking if he could apologize to Travis and then uh, wrote him saying it's despicable. So that's what Cordy Kardashian is saying that, oh, don't go be texting my ex-boyfriend. That's not what I want. That's really despicable. Let us have our peace and let me marry uh, Travis Baker or that. So that's what Courtney Kardashian is saying today. This is where the big story is coming from because Britney Spears is having a baby with her partner. I'm talking of Sam Asghari, the pop star, announced on social media yesterday. Oh, I'm in love with this news, you know. We wish we were going to see a version of, you know, uh, Rihanna's. Oh, this is a beautiful version of her because it's really, really surprising to us. So, so taken to Instagram, the singer shared a delightful news about her pregnancy on Instagram alongside a photo of a cup of tea surrounded by flower spears paint. She got a pregnancy test and well, I'm having a baby. That's what she said. If you watch on Facebook, you can see that beautiful image. I'm loving it. But I, I feel like maybe the cup This is Ghana Talk Studio, the best station rock in the nation. You know, beautiful flowers. I haven't, you know, pink and you know when it comes to pink was talking about a girl baby so the 40 year old explained that she was confused about what was going with her uh, body when she uh, lost so much weight to go on uh, to her trip the more trip and only uh, to gain it back so now she's telling us that she is pregnant we are looking forward to it but still on the pregnant issue sam Gary uh has just confirmed britney spears pregnancy is a heartwarming social media outpour of course it's really heartwarming i'm feeling it too because you know she is one of the amazing uh singers in the history so we love her so much so turning to his instagram today 
The actor shared a note about fatherhood and his plans to take it lightly after the baby arrives. So he said, marriage and kids are a natural part of a strong relationship filled with love and respect. He captioned the photo, uh, the fatherhood is something I've always looked forward uh, to and I don't take lightly. It is the most important job I will ever do. But, you know, talking about fatherhood and everything, how he felt and all that, you know, this business word, Samas Gary had to say about the baby. You talk about marriage. I saw in your story the, a yeah. few days ago, you talked about kids. Uh, <laughs> are you ready for it? Yeah, I mean, this should have happened three years ago, to be honest with you. I mean, yeah, I, I want to, when you're in a relationship with someone that you truly in love with, you want to recreate and so this is something that i want to do did you think that was more than you expected what, what was her reaction or reaction to this massive support that she got yeah I, I can only speak on my reaction and it was just it's phenomenal to see how you know everybody was so supportive and 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 uh, you know the whole world was engaged in it in a, in a sense why do you think that was because uh, connected to i think people relate people relate and uh, just People, it kind of unites people in a way, um, you know, as far as all these divisions that we have going on, and not only in this country, but... Uh... Oh my goodness, that was Samus Gary, the babe of, you know, Britney Spears, talking about the baby and everything. He said that, you know, he's really looking forward to it, and the fact that the whole wild world is also pouring out love uh, to them is really extraordinary, it's special, of course it is special, but Kim Kardashian is admitting that Pete Davidson love came at a time she was least expecting a romance. Ooh, a romance. Hmm, these people, I'm, I, I think I'm loving them because they're quite so natural and beautiful together, so we have to uh, support them. So speaking on the Honda Hubs, making space for cast, the 41-year-old shared how Davidson unexpectedly was sent to her. I think this is all sent from heaven. Hmm. So she said, I think that, uh, you know, sometimes things happen when you just least expect it. It was the last thing I was really planning on. And so when it happened, we were kind of, oh my God, I wasn't planning on this. And this isn't even what I was thinking of. So she's saying that she was not actually planning on this whole thing, but it happened. So it was just much sweeter and so much more fun admitting uh, the mother of four. But, you know, they had some beautiful, you know, the Kardashian sisters were there, they were talking and they were asked about her what you know pete davidson uh, what they have to say about this is this ghana is talks radio the best station rock in the nation mr pete here for the long time or the good time all of the above hopefully everybody loves seeing you so happy your family i love talking about how happy you are how does pete's family feel about you oh i don't want to put words in their mouth you know you'd have to ask them but we all really, you know, they're so lovely and so amazing and, you know, I hope they like me. How are the grandparents? So nice. Like the cutest, the nicest. Oh my God, so cute. <laughs> Chloe, how happy is Kim? Describe why Pete's so good for, for Kim. Pete just brings out a simplicity in her and just a calmness that I really love and appreciate. And he's super sweet and easy and just, he's so thoughtful and I mean, he makes all of us laugh, and who doesn't want to laugh all day long? We need more laughter we from do. all the way around. And I can see it with everybody glowing, with everything going on in each other's life. What about for you, Kylie? More baby. Everybody is glowing because the Kardashian sisters are 
already loving Pete Davidson. You know, they say that uh, he make them laugh about the fact that he is a Canadian. He's really a true uh, beauty to them. And, you know, Kim Kardashian is always blushing talking about Pete Davidson. I just hope that they'll be happy ever after. So Meghan Markle reportedly sent shutters down the hall at Buckingham Palace with an overage remark in an interview before she walked the aisle to become Prince Harry's wife. That's what the Mirror is reporting today. So according to a royal expert, a month before marrying Harry, Meghan participated in the Royal Foundation's first forum event alongside Prince Williams and Kate Middleton. So the foundation was set up by William, Kate and Harry with Meghan joining in after her engagement to Harry. But she spoke at the first event in February 18th right before her royal wedding. So during the event, Meghan reportedly said that she was keen to hit the ground running when it came to working for royal charities. So while her comments may have been well intentioned, it did not go down well at the palace according to the royal author Tina Brown. So in her book, The Palace Papers, Brown shared how the royal family was left ahead at Meghan's comment because they are used to things working a slow, a quite, you know, a lot slower. So uh, Brown told the Telegraph that I think Meghan felt she could get in there and change it all. But I think they changed it all for Meghan because, you know, she has been looking forward to be embraced by the royal family with everything, uh, especially, you know, being Harry's wife. But it didn't happen like that. But the the being wedding is here you know i have to have some vibe for this particular wedding because i love it victoria and david beckham son the last time we talked to colton here on the show and now uh, you know there are speculations that they feel like david beckham's family is quite poorer comparing to nicola's family but you know when it comes to being a celebrity and being famous it's not mostly about money because victoria and david beckham son brooklyn and business tycoon nelson's daughter Nicola Pelt excited fans and friends as a new awards gave them glimpse into the fairy tale nuptials. But you know, the star stopped event was graced by Eva uh, Longoria and Serena Williams took place at the Nicholas Billionaire Father Nelson $103 million, that is 79 million euros compound in Palm Beach on Saturday. So take it to Instagram, the newlyweds uploaded a slew of images from their big day, which was captured by the British Vogue photographer Gemma Lincoln and will feature in fashionable Bible. But you know, Debbie Beckham and Victoria Beckham stole the limelight for their wedding ferry at Brooklyn and Nicola's nuptial. So you know that even those people getting married, those celebrities really top it up everything and it was really beautiful. So whatever uh, they are saying that they don't have money, they are the famous one and we love them definitely. But the Queen has done something today, very shocking. I never thought it could happen, but Queen Elizabeth trusted aide Angela Kelly who has been with the Mona for 28 years to reveal her COVID lockdown secret, according to reports. So a new chapter of Angela's 2019 picture book, The Other Side of the Coin, will be released next month for the Queen's Platinum Jubilee publisher, HyperCollins, announced that. So they say, the Queen personally gave Angela her blessings to share their unparalleled bond with the world and Angela is the first seven member of the royal household to be given this extraordinary permission. 
So royal dresser Angela Kelly also would tour the HMS Babel and Prince Philip's death in her offering and go head to head with Prince Harry tell all book. So you're looking forward to see that beautiful, you know, uh, relationship between the Queen and Angela. I, I'm loving it because I know that when it comes to royalty, we don't talk much about it because, you know, everything is quite personal and it should be in royalty. But this time around, the Queen herself has given permission for that to happen and we love it and we embrace it so so very much i definitely want to hear about the covid 19 issue because i know that every single person you know is it's it's it's, it's cool to get covid 19 but you know i'm not saying the queen getting covid is too special or something like that but before they didn't want us to talk about it they didn't want to inform us but the fact that we get access uh, through the book to know all about that i think is gonna be really really amazing on that so the queen's grandson prince harry was also reportedly accused of yelling what mega marco wants and uh against that they have issues with these two people. So the Duke of Success, who clashed with Angela over the Tyra Gates, is also putting the finishing touches to his autobiography due out to the ultimatum. But the Queen's grandson, Prince Harry, was also reportedly accused of yelling what Meghan wants. Meghan gets at Angela over a choice of Tyra ahead of their royal wedding in 2018. So this one, I think it's just not gonna be about something beautiful about the wedding, but it's gonna be something that Angela has to say about Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, the fact that they don't love them and all that. That's how it's gonna be like. But you know, Kate Middleton is here and there might be speculations that Kate and Duchess of Cambridge may be portrayed on the final season, on the final season of the award-winning Netflix series, The Crown. So the period drama created by Peter Morgan, yes, Peter Morgan is reportedly, uh, you know, looking to cast a college-age Kate uh, Middleton for season uh, six, according to people. Yes, that's what people is telling us today. So previously, it was reported that the final season would take the story up to the year 2000. In 2001, Prince Williams also began his studies at the St. Andrew University, where he met Kate Middleton. So we're looking forward to see Kate Middleton in this beautiful The Crown. So it is speculated that the royal drama will portray the two issues of Cambridge in a minor role depicting the beginning of uh, you know her romance with William during their time together in Scotland so I think we, we've given the opportunity to get to know much about this royalty the fact that being cast in movie or you know script rights in terms of book I think it would be really amazing on that so away from international stories black sharif is here and we know that he has been trending really really trending because of his article the traveler song but this is not exciting this is not happy because black sharif has been dragged to court by his former management for breach of contract so prior to this development uh Sharif was accused by the AB and DJ Slim of signing a new contract with Empire without the consent of his former manager. So DJ Slim also asserted that almost $300,000 was spent on Black Sharif by his former management before he was able to hit the limelight and became a household name in the Ghanaian industry. So they've really sued him for that. But I don't think this is a big deal, you know, because when it gets to these things, I don't get it. 
Rose Mombrown said, and you're one of our favorite comedians, said that Ghanaians, everything that you're progressing, definitely something about be connected to it. Just like what happened to, uh, you know, Will Smith getting someone slapped and getting, you know, banned for 10 years. He has been trending. He has been really making name for himself. And this is out of the blue like come out to talk about this issue if you have an issue you should have solved it before like earlier not now that you know he's making good impact for his career and his name i uh, hope that they'll be able to fix it but finally before we wrap it up guinean veteran musician russell adam avonio popularly known as coded says that he never gave a dime uh, to comedian come radio presenter fia schwarzenegger to insult him on radio when i heard this story i was shocked how can someone be paid to be insulted to trend i've never heard this one before but this comes on the heels of an incident that happened you know uh, in an interview with Abeku Santana in which Afia Schwarzenegger was called midway through the interview to administer foul words to the musician as a means to trend uh, his latest single Dada uh, Jamwase but after the incident you know the actress in the video uh, cited online that um, the celebrity I mean the musician wanted her to insult him to trend have you ever have you ever heard of this one before i think i, I have to also go pay someone to make me trend too because you know uh, it's just weird so let's listen to coded on that one he said that mm, he never did is it true she okay she says you you paid her to do no i didn't no i didn't pay she said she said she charged me yeah she charged me twenty thousand dollars is that kind of <laughs> but did you ever have any conversation of that? No. No conversation. The conversation was to just call you to let you know that if anything, uh, I'd used a word that you you uh, that, that is going as in like it came from you. Oh, so the word, those it, words, you yeah. coined, she yeah, coined that, them. Yeah, that, that, that was it. Okay. It came from her. So, okay. uh, out of respect. I, I placed a call to uh, my senior brother, Fred Nyama, to, uh, to get in touch with her for me. So, yes, I agree I called, and that was the conversation. But later, when she came on t television and uh, whatever is going around, that I staged it, I did this, me, 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 did my time, like I, I begged her to, to insult me and all of this stuff. I just feel that I don't want to get into it too much anymore because uh, somebody might probably think that I'm trying to ride on, yeah, ride on something. But it was just that call was placed to ask to let her know out of respect because she was, she was what she had lost a father, okay. and that's not anything to make fun or anything so I just thought it was out of respect it was just prudent for me to do that and it's not something you take joke or I am mocking her no I wasn't mocking her so I just thought Charlie in that state it's just right for us because as a creator I would probably tap on something that's going on that's that's going on on social media to to, to create something out of it so but and also won't just say you'd want to hurt people's feelings so it's just right to what's sick so she insulted you oh yeah on radio uh with abeku santana and you were there yes i was not even i was not even uh if anything i was not even uh informed that she was gonna sorry she was going to uh they were gonna call her 
but that's not a problem. Uh, so I, think we saw well, I was just, I think, I was just <laughs> smiling and I was just, I was just with smiles and everything because I thought, okay, she wasn't. Obviously, she had just, you know, buried and done all of those stuff, so she wasn't uh, in the right state of mind and stuff like that. So. So that was, you know, uh, one of our singers coded saying that he never paid a sum of $20,000 for uh, Thea Schwarzenegger to insult him uh, to trend. I think this is, this, if, it, if it could be true, it would be a very, very funny thing because how can you just pay, okay? You know, he's a celebrity and, you know, uh, sometimes they do all, all things for their movies and their songs to trend. So I don't think it's really, really a very shocking thing. But Kodak said it never happened. It means that if you're Schwarzenegger, uh, from what she was saying, it wasn't true. But on that note, I think I don't want to talk about it too much to also trend. So I'm wrapping it up here on the Entertainment Hub. This has been it on Ghana Talks Radio with me, Sanjoa Asante. I'm, I'm, I'm out of here, but DJ Chum will be in the studios, yes, from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. So you don't have to go anywhere. I'll see you tomorrow. Ghana Talks Radio, number one.